0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Paris, in the summer of 1942, Irene is a vibrant 19-year-old aspiring actress without a care in the world. She is honing her passion for theater and rehearsing for the entrance exam to the coveted conservatory, making friends and discovering love without realizing that time is running out in Nazi-occupied France as her close-knit family is watching. In turns enchanting and devastating, Sadrine Kiberlane's drama, which she also wrote, is not a traditional Holocaust narrative, but a unique coming-of-age tale about the freedoms of youth amidst a changing world. The film is called A Radiant Girl, and we're joined today by the director, Sandrine Kiberlane, and the lead actor, Rebecca Martyr. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. The quiet power of the film, it's what's in the background that makes this such a powerful film. Director and writer, Sandrine Kiberlane, let's talk about how you were able to create that sense of foreboding, that sense of power that I'm describing.
1: I think that, um, that this was basically one of the challenges of the film, which is we have to really feel the fear that's present, we have to feel the threat, but we really have to feel it, but without having to have it shown. And I think that by not showing the details, you feel it even more. Um, I, I didn't want to play the role of almost an editor where I would insert the, the Nazi flags or the you know the, the the army boots, um, because these are symbols that we have now. And in a way, the symbols reduce our reaction to the period. But by having this sense of menace, by having this sense of threat. It's it's more powerful because viewers that are seeing the film, they know the history, they know what the time period entailed. They know what's going to happen. And the fact that there are also uh, besides this beautiful, joyful young woman, other responsible adults in the film who do represent some of the what's happening. But in 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 just two or three, you know, small details, um, we understand what was happening to them in their daily life. So, for example, you have this scene where the two grandmothers are reading in the dictionary. What is the definition of fear? And they don't think that they're list. They they have that they're living in fear until they actually read the definition of it, and then they realize that that's exactly the feelings that they're having and exactly how they're living. And so I think it's important for us to to follow this very joyful young woman and never really to leave her, but at the same time to know what's (laughs) what will be happening to her. But I think that by setting it in the daily in their daily life, they're present and experiencing it the way they would have experienced it, which is what I wanted to show. Um, that we get a sense of what was happening, and also, in a sense, she does sense what's happening. If it's not on, a, on an obvious level, you know, in some of her reactions, her bodily reactions, she is she does have a a, a sense of perhaps something that is is coming but i think by maintaining this level of joyousness for this character it really makes the tragedy all that more deep because we know that perhaps this joy which should never be stopped will be stopped at some point and I, I just want to quote um, what I think is a wonderful quotation from Anya Svarda, who said, um, I don't want to show things. I want to create a desire to see in the viewer. And I think by not showing the details, by not having the, by having these silences, that that's what we're able to do. We're able to sense all the more what's happening.
0: Rebecca Warner, you are the lead. You are El were you cast? Did you, or, or Sandrine, did you write this with her in mind? Or did you have her in mind? Or, before? I just want to find out how you came into the project, Rebecca. How, how did that work?
2: Yes, I passed an audition. Um okay. Yeah, it was a casting, uh, a two-round casting. Yeah. And um, Sandrine had, had uh, written uh, special scenes that weren't in the script, not to use them. And um, so I had to play... a. Uh, Two scenes, and and I passed a, an interview with her, and m- maybe she would she would speak about it better than okay. than I do.
1: The greatest question for me, and the biggest question was, would I be able to find my Irène? when i was doing the casting for the film and i saw maybe about 30 different um different girls and each one of them i spent about 2 hours with and gave everyone the the same amount of attention to try to see um you know if this was my era and they were all very good but somehow it just wasn't her. I had the feeling that this was not her, and I I needed to find somebody that not only would portray the character, but was somebody that I had the feeling that this was somebody that I could know, that I've always known, and that I could know forever, um, and I I also wanted somebody with whom I could really identify because the character who is 19 is the same age as I was when I started in acting. so that need to identify with her was very strong, and so when she came to see me in the office she was really. <clears throat> you know she was very energetic she was intelligent she's pretty she was graceful she has she had everything i wanted but it was very natural it wasn't that something that she was doing consciously but it was just part of her she was just projecting it and i think that you know her acting she's very gifted and um and immediately i saw that we could understand each other sometimes without speaking um, and this was something that was very important to me. So when the interview was over and she left, I said, "You know, that's it. I know that I found my man."
0: What a great story, Rebecca Martyr, You're this is such a you did such a wonderful job uh, with this with this role. And one of the things that I found most impressive about it is the lack of kind of a self-consciousness about the character that would have been easy to to betray kind of the the darker elements of what that where this character was in Nazi-occupied France in a time when they were under threat all the time it would have been easy to lean into the dread of that and and yet it felt like you you kept this balance in the way that you your, your character uh, plays out its life is to live life, and not worry about what may happen. It, it felt like you, you embraced that beautifully in in your performance. H- working with an actress who's now a director, uh, what was that relationship like? How did you how did you find your voice with this with this particular character?
2: Um, yes, that's true. It's true that uh, it was the whole. Uh um work i had to do to be the more possible in the present uh living the scenes uh because uh for me rebecca for uh, a girl living in our days uh, i i have i mean we're 60 years in advance of right. Irene in what we know about history with a great h and and so the whole thing was trying to not to forget but but not to Apprehend the what was going to happen, and as the movie speaks about this, about the insolence of youth, and how you continue, even if the world is falling apart, to how you continue to believe that theater, that you're gonna make it, and that you you have a passion and a lover, and that are the most important things in your world. I always thought about that. I tried try to re- remind. Uh, to keep in my mind that she doesn't know anything and, and it's the day before the co- collapse. And it's true that working with Sandrine, who's a real great director, but also an actress and who has the empathy and the, the sensitivity, she knows absolutely everything about the weakness of a, an actor and also what makes him strong on the set. And so she really uh, lifted everyone actors but also the the whole tech crew was really lifted up by her she would give a a character's name to every even to the to actors who would come only for one day on set they would have a a a, a name a character's and a name because she knows what it is to to only to to, to be to have a small part and so she it's true that um it was uh, there was a mysterious uh, thread bet- between us, as she would uh, always stand really close to the scene, to the on the shoot. She would always, she would never stand more than one meter away from the scene happening. So I could feel her breath and and hear her laughing or crying, and and it was really a like there was a tension between her and and the actors, she would direct everyone in a different way. She would have a way to direct everyone. But with me, it was really, um, we didn't need it so much words. We would uh, understand each other. And it was really physical. She loved me in a way I, I, I was never loved before. Uh, I mean, she really filled me under every angles. And it, it's that's crazy how confident she made me and it's the greatest gift you can offer to an actor, confidence and self-confidence at least. And uh, it's true that it was really subtle and before the shooting everyone would tell me, oh you're gonna meet Sandrine, I mean you're gonna work with her, how lucky you are, because you know she's so, she she brings so, so much light and I was like, Okay, there must be something wrong because everyone tells me she's the greatest person on earth. And and I met her and I understood because she really, the fact that she's an actress really, really helped That was so great. I mean, I was very, very lucky.
0: Well, you did a fantastic job. You were wonderful, wonderful in this film. In regards to the reaction of Irene and how her parents... Or understanding what was happening around them with the the occupation by the Nazis, her parents lived through World War One and understood the consequences of uh, of war and the and the impact it has on everyone in that society. Whereas Irene does not have that frame of reference, and I'm wondering how that played out in the development of her character and in, and the way in which the story itself plays out. For me,
1: uh, um. I think what I wanted to do with all of the adults who are in the film is really when I was writing the film to to give you a whole range of the kinds of attitudes, all possible attitudes that people who are living at the time would have had towards the approaching war and the approaching, the approaching um, um, experience they were going to have. And not in the sense of of looking back on a previous war and how they experienced that and not on having you know this this specific idea of what was coming no presentiment about what was coming but just really how they were dealing with each each individual one was dealing with the the reality of what they were living in so for example you have the experience of the father who's somebody who always lives by the rules and thinks that living by the rules is the best way of dealing with it you have the grandmother who who was a rather liberated woman and most likely was in her youth, and she experiences it in a a totally different way. You have the the brother, who is someone who lacks confidence, and maybe because of that, he's willing to maybe get a little closer to the enemy because the enemy represents the power in the situation. Um, You have the neighbor who falls in love with the father, who, you know, is 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 willing to um, doesn't even care that he's Jewish. You have the friend who is very interested in the in the Jewish culture and the Jewish faith. Um, All of these people exist to represent the various facets in which people living at that time would have experienced their daily life. And I think that it's it's how they experienced it before knowing what was going to happen to them in the future. Um, and, and also to to get a sense of how would these people be able to continue living? How would they be able to protect their children? How would they be in in, in the face of what we as the audience know is going to happen?
0: Well, I just wanna congratulate both of you. Tremendous work here. I thoroughly, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed the film in, in terms of the filmmaking. It has a beautiful look that you captured the, the time and place so effectively. And Rebecca, you captured the essence of this young woman, a complex woman uh, in such a wonderful way. And uh, my congratulations, truly all of the awards and accolades are so well-deserved here.
2: Congratulations. Thank you.
0: Thank
1: you. We were really very touched by what you said, and it, it just gives us such great pleasure to hear you say Thank it. so much.
2: Sincerely touched. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you so much. The film again is called A Radiant Girl. Which we've been joined today by the director Sandrine Kiberlane, as well as the lead actor in the film, Rebecca Martyr. Thank you so very much for your time today.
2: Thank you.